0: Receive, All right, please introduce yourself and spell your name.
1: My name is Wendy Adelson, W E N D I A D E L S O N.
0: How are you employed, Ms. Adelson? I'm an attorney. All right, and do you Here's know. The microphone or-
2: up just a little bit, if you would, please, ma'am. All
1: right. I'm an attorney. All
0: right. How were you employed back in 2014? I was employed at FSU law school Okay, and were you a member of the Florida bar at that time? I was all right And do you know did you know Dan Markell? Yes, I did. How did you know mr. Markell? He was my husband When did you meet him?
1: We met in 2004 and when did you marry? We married in 2006. Did you ever live in Tallahassee? I did live in Tallahassee. When did you first move to Tallahassee? We moved to Tallahassee in 2000, in the fall, August of 2005. And we lived in Tallahassee that academic year, so from 2005 until the summer of 2006. And then we spent a year living in Miami from 2006 to 2007. Mm -hmm. And then I lived back in Tallahassee from 2007 to 2014.
0: Why did you move to
1: Tallahassee the first time? Um, The first time we moved to Tallahassee for Danny's job. He got a job at FSU Law School. All right, and what about the second time? And the second time we moved Back to Tallahassee because he had tried to get a job at University of Miami Law School and it didn't work out. All right.
0: So both times it was for his employment? Yes. Okay. Did you like living in Tallahassee? I did. All right. And did you live on Trescott Drive? We did. Showing the six, is
1: that a you lived in? The barrel you lived in here in Tallahassee? That was our home. Okay. And where
0: are you from, Ms. Adelson?
1: I'm from Broward County, originally.
0: Okay, and do you have family members in Broward currently?
1: I have one family member in Broward. Um,
0: Where do you live currently, or you can just tell us?
1: I live in Miami-Dade County.
0: And what about your parents? Where do they live?
1: They currently live in Miami-Dade County. All right, and
0: what about your brother, Charles Adelson? He lives in Broward County. And do you have any children? I
1: do. And how many children do you have? I have two children. What are their ages? They are 10 and 8, turning 9 soon. OK, both boys? Both boys.
0: And both the biological children of Dan Markell? Yes. <clears throat> how is your? are your family members employed, specifically your parents
1: and your brother? Um, My mom is not currently working very much. She helps out with my dad's office. My dad is a dentist, and my brother, Charlie, is a periodontist.
0: And does your family have a dental practice in South Florida? They do. That they own and operate? They do. Is your family in, in South Florida wealthy? I know that's a relative term.
1: Are you asking me to speculate?
0: No, I'm asking if they're wealthy. You may, if you don't know, you say you don't know.
1: It depends how you define wealthy. Okay. Are they millionaires? No. Okay.
0: Uh, when did you separate from Mr. Markell?
1: We separated in the fall of 2012. And was part of
0: the reason for your disagreement or separation uh, having to do with how to raise the children in terms of your faith?
1: Yes, we, we had different ways of practicing our faith. Okay.
0: Do you know when
1: you filed for divorce? I believe it was the fall of 2012. Okay, 9, 10, 2012 sound right to you? That sounds right.
0: And when you separated initially in the fall of 2012, did you move to South Florida with the kids?
1: No, I did not.
0: You didn't go to South Florida with the kids?
1: No, I did not.
0: Was it your desire during that time to move with the children
1: to South Florida? I would say right then, no, it wasn't.
0: Are you familiar with a court order ordering you to come back to Tallahassee from South Florida?
1: I'm not familiar with that.
0: When you moved out from the marital home there on Trescott Drive, you lived at another residence in Tallahassee, is that correct? I did. And do you recall the address
1: there? I do. 3303 Aqua Ridge Way. Okay. And... Was there a
0: time during the time that you were living there at Aqua Ridge Aqua Ridge, that you determined that you would like to move to South Florida with the children?
1: There was. All
0: right. And were your parents very involved in trying to facilitate that relocation?
1: My parents were supportive of me moving to South Florida.
0: Would you describe your parents as being over-involved in your personal business?
1: As compared to other people's parents? Yeah. I don't know.
0: What was the child custody schedule when you were living at Aqua Ridge? And I assume Mr. Markell continued to live in the marital home on Trescott? He did. Okay. What was the custody situation with the kids?
1: So the custody situation changed over time and depending on the part of the year. But I think... In the beginning, we would we would do a Wednesday night overnight. We had it was about 50 50 shared custody, but I, I don't remember the exact arrangement. I do remember in the summertime it would switch to week on week off, but during the school year, it was slightly different.
0: So still 50, 50, but not necessarily every other week, it was mixed up within the week. It was. okay. And you mentioned that you did develop a desire to move to South Florida. Did you file a motion to that effect on January 14th, 2013?
1: That sounds, that sounds, I did file a motion. I don't remember the exact date. Okay. But that sounds about right. All
0: right. And in that motion, did you make some allegations that Mr. Markell was making things difficult for you at work?
1: I did. Okay.
0: And was that motion granted or denied?
1: That motion was denied.
0: All right. Denied with
1: prejudice? I don't remember. Okay. If you have it, you can. I'm happy to take a look.
0: Okay. But in any event, you were not able to move at that time. I did not move. Okay. And were you upset about being stuck in Tallahassee?
1: I was relieved.
0: You were relieved. You wanted to stay in Tallahassee.
1: I was happy at my job.
0: Do you recall when your divorce to Mr. Markell became final?
1: The summer of 2013.
0: Okay, July 31st sound about right? That sounds right. Would you consider your divorce with Mr. Markell to be a nasty divorce?
1: I think most divorces aren't very pleasant.
0: Okay, but this one was, like, really unpleasant,
1: right? I found getting divorced to be unpleasant, yes.
0: And in the litigation that ensued between the two of you. You guys argued over things as small as a tennis racket, I noticed in one pleading.
1: I don't remember that.
0: Did he threaten to press kidnapping charges against you?
3: Here
2: Overruled.
1: I, I don't remember, remember that? that. No.
0: Did he threaten to go after your law license?
1: Remember I that? Don't, I don't remember that, no.
0: Do you remember him saying you failed to disclose a bunch of assets in the divorce process?
1: I do remember that.
0: Okay, did you guys have any mediations as part of your divorce?
1: We did have mediations leading up to settlement.
0: Two eight-hour mediations, correct?
1: I don't remember how long they were, but they seemed very long. Yeah, and they both did not result in a resolution. They did not.
0: All right, but you did reach a settlement, I think kind of just on the eve of... A trial on the matter correct that sounds right do you remember this motion that was filed by your deceased ex-husband on March 26 2014 involving uh, it, among other things that had to do with your mother an allegation that your mother was disparaging the children I, I'm sorry disparaging him to the children is what I meant to say are you familiar with that
1: pleading I am familiar with that pleading.
0: All right. And in that pleading, did he allege that you were depriving him of physical access to the children?
1: I don't remember the specifics.
0: Do you recall whether he was complaining about you refusing to communicate with him about right of first refusal to the children during your time with them?
1: I know he was frustrated about the Skyping, mm-hmm.
0: lack of communication via Skype. Between it's hard me and to the Skype
1: children. with with two toddlers, yes.
0: And um, in that motion, do you recall him being upset about an allegation that you let the kids eat non-kosher foods?
1: I remember him being upset about that in general, but I don't remember whether it was in a motion or not.
0: What does that mean, non-kosher foods?
1: Um, So kosher rules have to do with the separation of milk and meat, or dairy and and meat. (coughs) so, non kosher foods would be meat that hasn't been killed in a way that conforms with Jewish law um, or the mixing of the two.
0: And is observing those types of eating habits something that's important to you?
1: It is not important to me.
0: And was it something that was important to Dan Markell?
1: It was important to Danny. And it
0: was important to him that the children observe that way of eating, correct? It was. And in that motion, did he seek to restrict your mother's contact with the kids to supervised visits only?
1: I I don't remember, but if you'd like to show me the motion, I can take a look.
0: Okay, but you don't remember that portion? No. All right. Do you remember the allegation that your mother made statements to the children that grandma hates you? (laughs)
2: Overruled.
0: Grandma says you're stupid. Your father is trying to take my sunshines away. Anything like that, do you recall?
1: No, but again, I'm happy to look at it if you'd like to show me. I understand.
0: Um, Do you recall that Mr. Markell was seeking sanctions against you personally in that motion? I don't remember that. Do you know whether this would have been a motion that you would have shown to your mother? Would she have been aware of it?
1: I probably would have shown my mom the motion.
0: Is it fair to say that your parents are very protective of you?
1: I think that's fair to say.
0: Is it fair to say that your brother is very protective of you?
1: I think that's fair to say. Okay. Um, What about
0: Dan Markell? Did your family like him?
1: Do you want to specify a point in time? Um,
0: Well, I'm specifically thinking of a statement you made in the interview after his death where you indicated that your parents were very angry with him.
1: Is that accurate? At that point in time, during our divorce, I I do think they were angry with him. They felt like he had treated me badly.
0: And the motion to preclude your mom from having unsupervised contact with your kids, that was still pending at the time of his murder, correct?
1: That's possible. I mean, I I don't think anyone took that motion very seriously. Hmm. Okay. Did your mom take it seriously? I don't think so. Did Dan Markell take it seriously? I don't know how Danny felt about a motion. If he wrote the motion, he was probably taking it seriously.
0: I want to approach with some emails. Have you had an opportunity to review State's Exhibit 80? Your Honor, I see
3: what this is? now or I'm going to request a sidebar on this? What's that? I'm going to request a sidebar on this
2: The letter will This is State's Exhibit
0: 80. Just take a moment and flip through and make sure this is the exhibit you did previously.
1: I've been showing these exhibits.
0: Okay. And are these exhibits they are inaccurate copies of emails between yourself and your mother, Donna Adelsky. They are.
1: Okay.
0: And the email addresses on this exhibit, Donna Harvey at gmail Whose address is
1: that? My parents have a joint email address.
0: Okay, but you were communicating with one of them in particular and then use
1: Whoever signed the email, but it, it could be from either or both of them.
0: Okay, either could have used it, but we can deduce from who signed it who this one was from. That
1: sounds right. Okay, and WendyAdelson at gmail.com, is that you? That is me.
2: All right. Judge, at this time I asked to move into evidence. We'll go to staff (coughs) bar. Let me give a a brief legal. explanation to the jury, you've heard a number of hearsay objections about things that were said by Mr. Markle, things that are in these emails by uh, another person who may not be testifying. Um, Normally, we refer to those things as hearsay, and they're um, not allowed without the person actually testifying. But there are a whole bunch of exceptions to that. And one of the exceptions to that is when it's not being offered to prove that what's said is true, but simply to show that it has been said because there's some relevance to uh, the fact that these statements were made. Um, So I am not offering these statements to show they're true. These persons, I mean, obviously Mr. Markle can't be here for us to have cross-examination of him. We don't anticipate that. Uh, the other, Miss Adelson, will be here as a witness. We can't test. The attorneys will not be able to test that to see whether that's true or not, but I am allowing it for limited purposes to show state of mind of these persons. So you may proceed, Ms. Kaplan. Yes, Your
0: I notice in the emails that your mother referring to who oh, I think is Dan Markell,
1: as Jibbers. What does that mean? Jibbers was a nickname that I gave Danny when he was being really difficult and causing me a lot of pain. It was sort of a nickname I gave him to make him feel less threatening. So it was a derogatory thing? I wouldn't say it was derogatory. Did you call him
0: that to his face?
1: No, I called him Danny to his face.
2: Okay. And Jibbers would be what? How would you spell that?
1: I don't know that I ever spelled it out. Um, in the emails, I think it's spelled with a J, but I guess you could spell it with a G.
2: J I B B E R S.
1: That would be one way to. Okay. Spell Ms. Adelson, it. you had
0: Mr. Markell's phone number programmed into your phone as J I B B E R S,
1: didn't you? That's right.
0: Do you know much about your brother Charles Adelson's business practices?
1: I know that he does implant surgery. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you know anything about whether he offers discounts for cash or does a lot of business in cash? I have no idea. Do you know if there's a safe in your parents' house that has stacks of cash inside? I don't know about a safe with stacks of cash. So you don't have a stack of cash in your parents' safe that's Wendy's stack? No. Um, did Charlie Adelson like Dan Markel? and again I'm referring to the time frame before his death
1: I mean I think he was also he would listen to me when I would tell him about things I was upset about at the time with the divorce so whether he liked him or didn't like him he certainly was supportive of me okay, but he never expressed any dislike no
0: Did he mention hiring a hitman to kill your husband? Objection hearsay.
2: Overruled.
0: No. Did he ever joke about he looked into hiring a hitman, but buying you a TV as a divorce present would be cheaper?
1: He did make that joke. He tended to repeat himself, and sometimes he would make jokes that weren't very funny about all kinds of things
0: all right and was that tv did he buy you a tv as a divorce president he did
1: and was that tv
0: the same tv that was being repaired at your residence at the time that your husband was murdered it was who made the arrangements for that tv repair i did your mom didn't make those arrangements i don't believe so And the repairman was at your house that morning that your husband died between 8.30 and 9.15. Do you agree with that?
1: I remember he was supposed to come between 8 and noon, and then he ended up coming on the early side.
0: That's when he arrived between 8.30 and 9.15?
1: It's my best recollection.
0: Did Charlie ever say that he considered all possible options to take care of the problem, the problem being Dan Markell? Objection here, and
3: Oh. Uh, your Honor, I just have a step.
0: Did he
1: ever say that? No.
0: After the murder of Mr. Markell, did Charlie Adelson take you out for a celebration
1: dinner? No.
0: Do you recall any dinner where, shortly after Mr. Markell's death, where you were with Mr. Charlie Adelson and vomited? I I do remember
1: that dinner. I. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. I interrupted
1: you. After, after Danny died, I was terrified that someone was going to come after me or my children and harm us as well. And so I didn't leave my house for about a month. And when I finally felt ready to leave the house and have dinner, I told my brother that I wanted, I wanted to have dinner, that I was ready to finally go to a restaurant and, and eat a meal again. And I'd barely eaten for a full month, just out of grief and shock. And so that night, when I finally ate for the first time, they they ended up taking a while before they sat us, and they sat us at the bar, and I had a drink, and I wasn't used to eating anything or drinking alcohol, and I threw up at the table the only time in my life I've done something like that, but it was certainly not a celebration.
0: And you never heard your brother referred to it in that way? No. Okay. Were you involved in any way in a plot to kill Dan Markell? No. Do you have any knowledge other than the statements you've said your brother made or the jokes your brother made? Do you have any knowledge of anyone being involved in a plot to kill your husband? No. Do you know Katherine Magbanwa?
1: I have met her before.
0: How do you know her?
1: We met one time at dinner when I came home and my brother introduced me to her. And I think we might have gone to the beach once with her and a friend for a few hours.
0: I'm gonna show you what I've marked as States Exhibit 36. Is that a photograph of you and Catherine that go at the beach?
1: With her friend, yeah. Okay,
0: and do you remember the friend's name? I don't. All right, is this a fair and accurate photograph from that event?
1: That looks like the three of us at the beach, yes. Do
0: you recall when this was taken?
1: I don't. Okay,
0: does Father's Day weekend 2014 sound correct?
1: So June 2014, yes, that's ma'am. possible.
0: Would it refresh your memory to look at the data associated with that photograph? Sure.
1: Okay. Take a look at this top block there that references this
0: photo. Tell me if you can advise when the photo was
1: taken. It looks like it was taken on June fifteenth, 2014. I think that's South Beach. Uh, close to where your parents were living in Congo? Yes. Mm-hmm. And did you
0: say how you know Ms. Mag-Van-Law?
1: I She was dating my brother. Judge, at this time, I ask that they to 36.
2: Sir, sure. objection? None for Mr. Garcia. None for Ms. Magbanwa, no. It'll be admitted.
1: i the one in the middle. And on the, side the one on the left-hand side to the right of me in the photo. And
0: this one yes. is her friend? Yes. Yes. approach and show you one more photo. a photo 37. Recognize this photo?
1: I don't recognize that photo, but I recognize the people in it.
0: Okay, who's
1: in it? That? That's my brother. And I think that's Katie. All right. Is Katie Catherine McVanois? Yes. Is this a very accurate photo of the two of them when, I guess,
3: during the time that they were
2: dating? That looks right. Judge, at this time, I'd ask me if it
3: was 637. Sir, take? Yes, Your Honor. This witness is not able to properly authenticate that picture in terms of when it was taken and uh, where it was taken. So I would
2: object
0: Your brother dated Catherine McVanois? Yes. Okay. And was that the context in which you became acquainted with her, was through your brother? Yes. Okay. Do you know when they began seeing each other, your brother and Ms. McBanawha? I have no idea. Do you know when they stopped seeing each other? I have no idea. Do you know whether the relationship between your brother and Ms. McBanawha was a serious relationship?
1: I met many, many girlfriends of my brothers over the years. I, I didn't get any indication that it was a serious relationship.
0: Okay, he's a guy that has a lot of
1: girlfriends. He has had a lot of girlfriends.
0: How many girlfriends has he had since Catherine Magbanua?
1: I have no idea. Several. Probably.
0: And does he have a child with someone now?
1: He does have a child. How old is your brother? Forty-three.
0: Has he ever been married?
1: No. Do
0: you know whether your brother makes a practice of giving gifts to his former girlfriends?
1: I have no idea.
0: Are you aware of any specific gift he's ever given to a former girlfriend? No. Do you know Sigfredo Garcia? No. Have you ever met him? No. I want to ask you about the week prior to Mr. Markell's murder, uh, like June 30th through July 10th, 2014. Were you in South Florida that week?
1: I know I was in South Florida for my father's 70th birthday. My dad's birthday is July 5th. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if his party was on his actual birthday or a little before or a little after, but I remember I went down for his birthday.
0: Can you tell the jury whether or not you were in South Florida on July 1st, 2014?
1: I couldn't say for sure. Okay, but I may weekend. have traveled that day. I don't remember exactly when I went down. I only remember I was there for probably about a week, and that I went down for my dad's birthday. But I couldn't tell you more exactly than that.
0: Your dad's birthday is on the fifth.
1: It is. What
2: month?
0: Of July. Was Mr. Markell planning to leave town the day after he was murdered?
1: I believe he was.
0: Do you know where he was going?
1: I believe he was going to New York to visit his girlfriend. And how? To visit his girlfriend.
0: How old was Mr. Markell when he was
1: killed? Um, he was born in 1972, and he died in July of 2014. His birthday is in October. He was forty-one.
0: Forty-one years old.
1: Yes. Did
0: the did law enforcement in this case analyze your cell phone?
1: I, I gave them my cell phone. Okay.
0: And and in your cell phone, you have some contacts for. Uh, Donna Adelson, Harvey Adelson, and Charlie Adelson, as well as Jibbers, who we've established as uh, Dan Markell. Are all the phone numbers in your phone for them accurate phone numbers for those folks?
1: I would imagine so.
0: And I want to ask you about um, some recorded phone calls that were taken in association with this case. Did you have an opportunity to review a a disk of some of those phone
1: calls? I did. The phone calls weren't played.
0: I'm sorry. Hold on just a minute. Yeah. All right, so I, I provided you with a disk, correct? Yes. And uh, a list of the specific phone calls and the voices on the specific phone calls that I was asking you whether you could identify. Yes. All right, and did you initial next to the letters of those calls that you were able to identify? I did. All right, I'm going to approach and show you State's Exhibit 175.
1: I just wanted to clarify that we didn't listen to the phone calls from beginning to end for each one, but that we were able to listen to parts of the phone calls so that we could authenticate who was speaking on the phone call.
0: Okay, and when you say we, who are you referring
1: to? Myself and my attorney.
0: Okay, so you listened to the phone call in order to be able to tell me whose voice was on the call? That's right. Okay, and when you initial next to uh, the highlighted portions, okay, I guess I should say... The calls are listed by letter and number, each call, and then uh, I have highlighted the names that I am asking you to authenticate, is that correct? That's correct. All right, and if you've initialed next to that call, does that signify that you were able to authenticate that the highlighted names on that call were the voices of those people? Correct. Yes, and namely uh, Donna Adelson and Charlie Adelson, correct?
1: Correct.
3: Judge, at this
2: time I'd ask
3: to move into evidence states 175. There's an objection from this second judge. I your legal objection? Uh Your Honor, I think it would require a speaking objection, so I'm not sure how you would like to handle it. State your
2: legal objection. The
3: legal objection is going to be relevance at this point and improper foundation.
2: Alright, I'll overrule that objection. State 175.
0: I want to talk about your location on the day of Mr. Markell's murder. Um, You know that law enforcement looked at your phone and sort of looked at your movements that day? Yes. Okay. And um, that information indicates you were home at the Aqua Ridge residence at approximately 1227 in the
1: afternoon that day. Is that correct? I don't remember exactly what time, but that that sounds right. I know I had left to meet some friends for lunch, so I guess it was, I had left, I was home until that time, that sounds right.
0: All right, so it seems like kind of around lunchtime, about half afternoon. Sure. All right, and then shortly after that at 1229, um, it appears you were traveling on Centerville Road. Is that a normal way that you would ingress and egress from your Aqua Ridge residence? That sounds right. All right. And when you left there, when you left your residence, you said you were going to lunch. Did you go directly to lunch?
1: No, I stopped and made a purchase for a party that I was supposed to attend first. And what was that purchase? It was It was my first time purchasing bourbon. It was for, um, it was for a, like a, not a bridal shower, it was for a, a bachelor, no, it was for a wedding party, but it was the, Bride and groom together and they had mm-hmm. asked for people to buy certain alcohol to help them. Like a stock the bar party.
0: A stock the bar party, I forgot yeah. what it's called. Okay. And do you remember what type of bourbon you purchased? I don't. Um, does bullet bourbon sound familiar?
1: Maybe. It was right. they had a list of what they wanted and so I asked the person at the store if they had <coughs> whatever kind it was. Okay.
0: And do you recall where you went to purchase the alcohol?
1: I think I, I went on Thomasville Road at um, ABC Liquor.
0: Is there a reason you went to that particular store?
1: No, I just, I don't know many liquor stores. That was the first one that popped up.
0: All right. And you made that purchase according to the receipt that was in your vehicle at 12:49. Does that sound about right to you?
1: That sounds right. Okay.
0: And did you make any stops between leaving your residence and going to the liquor store?
1: Did I, maybe I purchased gas?
0: Uh, I don't know if you did or not, but I'm referring to your visit to the crime scene.
1: I did not visit the crime scene. Okay.
0: You did not pull up to the crime scene tape on Trescott Drive?
1: No. I was driving on Centerville Road, and sometimes I would take the shortcut through Truscott. Yes, ma'am. But when I was driving on Centerville Road, I saw some sort <coughs> of tape or obstruction, and so I didn't turn. Okay.
0: And then you went from the liquor store straight to the restaurant?
1: Mhm. Yes. Right.
0: And what restaurant was that?
1: What was the name of that restaurant? Mosaic. Mosaic. Okay.
0: Have you seen the photographs that were taken of your vehicle?
1: I have not. That looks like my car. And does that look like the bourbon you purchased that day? That looks like bourbon, yeah.
0: Who had your kids the morning that Mr. Markell was killed?
1: The kids were at preschool.
0: But I mean, who what at what home did they wake up that day?
1: That morning I think they were at Danny's house.
0: Did you stand to gain anything from your husband's death, like financially? No. Do you know how much the lawyers that assisted you with the divorce process and litigation that followed the divorce, do you know how much they cost?
1: How much my lawyers, Janie's lawyers? lawyers? Yeah. I honestly don't remember. Fair to say it was a lot of money. It felt like a lot of money to me.
0: How many different lawyers did you have during the pendency of your divorce and the litigation that followed?
1: I had 3.
0: Do you know how many Mr. Markell had? I don't remember. Do you remember your mom suggesting a plan to offer Danny a million dollars to allow the relocation of you and the children to South Florida? Objection here, okay. saying.
1: I'm sure I knew about it at the time that it happened, and then I had my memory refreshed about it recently.
0: Did you ever make the offer to Mr. Markell? No. Did you move to South Florida after their father was killed with the children?
1: So after he was killed, I went to, I packed a weekend bag and went to South Florida for what I thought would be a couple of days, maybe a week. My son's birthday was July 29th, and I thought we'd be back in Tallahassee by then.
0: Did you ever come back?
1: I did come back a few times, but not, not permanently.
0: Okay, so you ended up moving there
1: permanently. I wouldn't say it's permanent, but I'm living there right now.
0: Okay. Well, it's been five years.
1: It has been a while. I've been exploring options for employment in many different places
0: okay. and when you initially left to go to South Florida was that the same day as the funeral service for your
1: husband no was
0: it the day after
1: it might have been the day after or the day after that I don't remember
0: did you change your children's last name from Markel to Adelson I did when was that done
1: So, after Danny died, there was a lot of press coverage, and CNN put pictures of my children's faces unblurred on national television. Newspapers put their names without any consideration to the fact that they're children. And I appreciate
0: I thought, that, but the question is, when, when did you change their names? When
1: they started school, I registered them under my name, hoping it would keep them safe. And And was that
0: approximately a year after
1: their dad was killed? It was whenever I registered Ben for school, so it was was soon after. But I didn't legally change their name until after that.
0: Okay. And where did they start school? When you say you changed their name when they started school, was that here in Tallahassee or somewhere else?
1: No, it was in South Florida.
0: So that fall, they started regular enrollment like you would in the normal beginning of the school year. That's right. Okay. And did you also eliminate your older son's middle name? When I legally changed their names, I did. And you just dropped that from the name? I did. Okay. And that was a name that came from Dan Markell's deceased maternal grandmother.
1: Is that correct? The name started with an A, which was to honor my grandfather, Aaron Adelson, and the second half of his name was to honor Danny's grandmother. Okay. So we lost an honor to both families. Okay,
0: thank you. No further questions. Cross
2: your seat. <clears throat>
4: say, listen, I represent Mr. Garcia, and I'm going to ask you some questions, okay? Okay. Charlie's your older brother or younger brother?
1: I'm the youngest in the family, so both my brothers are my older brothers.
4: And how many years older is Charlie than you?
1: He's approximately three years older.
4: Would you describe your relationship with your brother as a close relationship? I would. And the brother I'm referring to is Charlie. And just for the record, all the questions that I have with regards to brothers is going to be focused just on your brother Charlie, okay? Okay. Charlie graduated high school? He did. College? He did. Dental school? He did. So he has a substantial educational background? Yes. Would you consider him to be book smart?
1: He did very well in his classes.
4: So that would, that would potentially be so, yes? What about street smart? Do you think he was kind of street smart?
1: I think he's good with people.
4: And would it be fair to say that he has a wide range of friends, different types of friends?
1: He has a lot of friends.
4: Would you say, well, are there certain friends that he goes out nightclubbing with?
1: I don't know. He doesn't talk to me about nightclubbing.
4: Well, when you have when he has social events, do you ever go out with him socially?
1: I haven't in a long time. I'm pretty busy with my kids, but I have once or twice gone out with him.
4: And is it the same types of friends that he goes out to to the to these to these social events with?
1: He would usually go with his roommate, who's I I don't think they're living together anymore, but they lived together for a while.
4: Would you agree with me that uh, your brother Charlie was a uh, I don't want to call him like a socialite, but he would be, he would frequent the nightclub scene?
1: I honestly don't know that.
4: So your single brother is a pretty handsome guy, right?
1: I think he's handsome.
4: <laughs> right. We've seen his pictures. Good looking guy. Uh, never been married, right?
1: No. And what kind of car does he have? Um, for a while, what does he have? What is he driving right now? Well, he me, likes cars.
4: Me, like he, he has a lot of cars, right? And these aren't like Hondas or Toyotas. They're Mercedeses and Ferraris, right?
1: He drove an unmarked
4: police car for a while. But that wasn't my question. My question was, does he have a? Did he ever have a Mercedes? I think so. Yeah. Okay, and it wasn't like a C300. It was like a 5 Series, right? I honestly don't know anything about cars. Well, it was the bigger Mercedes, right? It, yeah, it right. was big. It was the bigger one, and he also had a Ferrari, right?
1: I know he had one really fancy car, but I don't remember what, what brand it was. Okay.
4: So you're telling this, jury that you don't remember if your brother had a Ferrari?
1: Cars are really not important to me. You saw mine. <laughs> I drove a minivan.
4: Well, but you're not your brother, right?
1: I, I am not my brother. I knew- no, I knew he had a fancy car. I just don't remember if it was a Porsche or if it was a Ferrari. It was something fancy. Something kind of fancy, yeah. right?
4: OK. So you have a pretty um, successful brother, right?
1: He's successful, yeah.
4: And he likes to show off his success with his extravagant cars, correct?
1: He likes fancy cars.
4: Okay. Handsome guy. In good shape, right? He's handsome. And you indicated that he had a lot of girlfriends, right? Yes. Now, I know you didn't go clubbing with him, but were you aware that he would go to, like, Miami Beach a lot? Or South Beach?
1: sure i mean I, I couldn't say how often he went out or where he was going it's just not something i would really talk to him about
4: when you when he took your when your brother took you out to dinner and you vomited was do you remember what the restaurant was i do which restaurant was it
1: it's called uvia
4: okay where is that located
1: it's on lincoln road
4: okay lincoln road in south beach right
1: lincoln road is in south beach
4: Are you aware if your brother took steroids?
1: No, I'm not aware if he took steroids.
4: What about if your brother used illicit drugs? I'm not
1: aware of my brother using illicit drugs.
4: And the fact that you're not aware if he used it doesn't mean he didn't use it, correct?
1: No, I'm just saying I I don't know.
4: Do you know when Luis Rivera started serving your brother drugs?
1: I don't know anything about that.
4: Your brother would frequent South Beach and Miami Beach sometimes, correct? I don't know. You don't know? The restaurant that he took you to was in South Beach, correct?
1: I was living close to that restaurant at the time.
4: And your your parents had a home in South Beach also, correct?
1: My parents did not have a home in South Beach. They were renting an apartment.
4: I'll rephrase it. They had a place to stay in South Beach, Correct.
1: Correct.
3: Good afternoon, Ms. Adelson. Good
1: afternoon.
3: How are you doing today? You doing okay? <laughs> I'm
1: fine. You nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous. Okay. Um,
3: now you stated on direct examination that you are a lawyer.
1: I am a lawyer. Right.
3: So you understand that the, the oath that you took before you took the stand, correct? Yes. Um, you know the consequences of not being truthful here. Of course. And you also have a separate obligation as an attorney to tell the truth, right? Of course. Now, do you know who killed Dan
1: Markell? No.
3: Did your brother have anything to do with killing Dan Markell?
1: I don't believe so.
3: Your mother is Donna Adelson? She is. Where is she right now?
1: Right now she's with my children.
3: In, not in in Tallahassee? In Miami. Okay, she's not in jail? No. She's never been arrested before? No. Okay, she's not even testifying in this case, is she?
1: To your knowledge? To my knowledge, no.
3: What about your brother Charlie? Is he in Miami right now?
1: He's probably in Fort Lauderdale right now.
3: Okay, but he hasn't been arrested? No. Hasn't been charged? No. And he's not testifying in this case, is he?
1: No. Okay.
3: Are you aware if the state has attempted to subpoena them to come to court?
1: I believe they have received a subpoena to come to court.
3: Okay, and it was for them to come and testify in this trial, or you don't know?
1: I don't know for certain. Okay,
3: but you know they've received some
1: form of subpoena. I heard about that. Okay. When is the last time you
3: spoke to your family, your mom in particular?
1: Um, this morning, I called to check in on the boys.
3: Okay. How is your relationship with your parents now? Is it estranged in any way, or you still have a good relationship with your parents?
1: I still have a good relationship.
3: What about your brother Charlie?
1: I still have a good relationship.
3: When is the last time you spoke to Charlie?
1: Probably last week at some point. Okay.
3: Now, you had mentioned that Charlie is a father. He is. When did he have his child? Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Okay.
1: Um, He was born in December 2017. Okay.
3: Um, So about, I would say that's over a year after Miss McBann was arrested.
1: I couldn't say. Okay.
3: Do you know who the mother of that child is? I do. Who is she?
1: You want her name? Yes. Her name is... Brie Price.
3: Okay, and is he married to her now?
1: He's not married.
3: Are they still together?
1: Depends on the day.
3: (laughs) And do you know if he has any other girlfriends at this point?
1: I have no idea. All right.
3: Have you been keeping up with the media coverage in this case?
1: I don't watch any media related to this case.
3: Okay, so, but you are aware of the attention that has been brought on this case?
1: I'm aware only because of the constant death threats that I receive, yes. Okay,
3: so just to specify, um, you haven't watched any of the specials that have been on air about this case?
1: I have not watched any of them. Do you
3: know if your parents have watched any of the specials on this case?
1: I advise them not to. They may have seen bits of them, but I don't know for certain.
3: What about your brother Charlie? I don't know. Did you watch the state's opening statement in this case? I did not. You did not?
1: I did not. Okay.
3: So you're not aware of what the state's theory is in this case? I'm not. Now, you mentioned on direct examination something about listening to some recordings that the state provided to you. Yes. Okay. Is that the first time you ever listened to those recordings? Yes. Do you know what those recordings are about?
1: There are many, many recordings. Okay.
3: Did they give you all of the recordings?
1: I I don't know. I listened to what I was given, but I don't know if there's more. How much
3: time did it take you to listen to the recordings that you were given?
1: Um, Again, I didn't listen to the entire thing, so Mm -hmm. probably about an hour to go through all of the recordings and listen to excerpts of each of them. Of each of them.
3: So you're not aware if the state gave you all of the recordings that they provide, that they have in their possession? I have no idea. Okay. Did they have you listen to any recordings that occurred before
1: April 19th of 2016? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2016. So I'd have to see the document to remember the exact date date on it. I do remember my birthday's in April, so I remember the dates being close to that, but I... I don't remember exactly.
3: Did they ask you to listen to the phone call where Charlie Edelson is talking to Ms. Magbanwa about work?
1: I pro- I listened to something.
3: No, Jack,
2: Judge.
3: <coughs> so it's fair to say that they only let you listen to portions of the phone calls that they think are important.
1: I was given conversations, and I listened to some of them to authenticate voices, but I, I don't know. I imagine they thought it was important for me to listen. That's why I did. Did you listen to a phone Objection. call? Ask your question. Don't answer until I rule. Please, let yeah. The bell will be rung question contains... Let's go share. side for
3: So the question was, Ms. Adelson, did they have you listen to any phone calls where it was a conversation between your brother and your mother, if you were able to identify any conversations like this?
1: I think I did, between, yes.
3: Now I want to talk about the circumstances surrounding your actual divorce. Okay. Which I believe you said was finalized in 2013, right? Yes. You just left your divorce papers on a mattress of Dan Markell in the house and left out is that correct no what, how is it that you delivered the divorce papers to him
1: I called him to let him know that I wanted a divorce mm-hmm. it wasn't the first time I asked for a divorce but it was the last time and told him that I would see him when he got home not home but back to Tallahassee and then I did leave the papers for him. But I didn't leave town. I was still in Tallahassee. Okay.
3: So he was actually aware of the that you were going to be seeking a divorce before you actually delivered the papers to him?
1: I had asked for a divorce several months earlier. Okay. And that's when we started going to counseling. And he told me that if I, if I tried to get divorced from him, that I could leave with the clothes on my back and that he would take the kids and that I would be penniless. And so when I actually asked for a divorce, I thought it best not to be there.
3: So is it fair to say that this was not a mutual thing between the two of you, that Danny did not want a divorce?
1: I don't think he wanted to get divorced.
3: How close is your brother's relationship, Charlie Adelson, with your mother, Donna Adelson?
1: I think they're close.
3: Would you characterize their relationship as closer than you are with your mother?
1: No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I do think they talk more frequently than I do, but I don't think closeness always has to do with the frequency of communication.
3: And you had said on direct that your parents were not happy with Dan Markell's behavior during the divorce.
1: No, they didn't think he was treating me well.
3: And is this just... Donna Adelson your mom, or was it both Donna and Harvey Adelson?
1: I'm sure both of my parents felt that way.
3: Did they ever express those those feelings to you? Yes. Did they call in names? Yes. Okay. Did one parent do that more than the other, or it was consistent between the two?
1: I think it was consistent between the two. Okay. What kind of names did they call them? I mean, I've had my memory recently refreshed, so I saw things, but my memory is, I don't remember name calling, but I did recently see emails where they, they called him names.
3: Now, after the divorce, you started dating other people, right? Um, when is it that you had your first, I, w- I wouldn't say serious boyfriend, but your first boyfriend after Dan Marco?
1: Probably within, within a month.
3: When did he, if you know, did he start seeing anybody else after the divorce?
1: He did, but I I don't know when it started.
3: And is that Amy, or was it some other person?
1: I know about Amy, but I don't know if there were other people before Amy.
3: Did you know what, at the time of the murder, do you know what, if any, future plans Dan Markell had?
1: I couldn't really say about his future plans, but I felt like by then he and Amy were pretty serious, and he was trying to spend as much time in New York as possible.
3: Do you know if his intention was to, and it's only if you know, it was his intention to remain in Tallahassee, or do you know if he was planning to leave the state?
1: I think he always planned on leaving Tallahassee. It was just a question of when. Okay.
3: Do you know why? Did he have an aversion to Tallahassee, or No, just...
1: it, it wasn't an aversion to Tallahassee. Okay. He just, he was a very ambitious person, and mm-hmm. so... From the moment we arrived in Tallahassee, he was always looking for a stepping stone toward a better university where he could teach.
3: And he took a very special interest in what he did, which is, a, you know, he's a law professor. Right. He graduated from Harvard, and he studied criminal law.
1: Right, that was his specialty. Okay.
3: And did there come a time where you were dating someone by the name of Jeffrey Lacasse? Yes. You know who that is? I do. Do you remember when you started dating Jeffrey Lacasse?
1: I don't remember exactly, but um, 2013.
3: Okay. Um, Do you remember how long you dated him for?
1: I remember it was less than a year, but probably more than six months.
3: Were you dating him at the time leading up to the homicide, which would be July 18, 2014?
1: We broke up a few weeks before Danny was killed, or a week or so. We broke up before Danny was killed. How would you describe your relationship
3: with Jeffrey Lacoste?
1: I mean, I think it took different turns. I'd, I think it was more casual in the beginning, and then it was getting more serious. And then I was feeling more committed to the relationship. And then in, in late June, I just we had this big fight. And after that point, I didn't really want to be with him anymore.
3: Do you know what the fight was about? Do you I remember?
1: Do. I remember what the fight was about. What was it about? he didn't trust me
3: in terms of he thought other people he or? thought I
1: was he thought I was cheating on him
3: okay um, and you said you broke up when was that
1: we broke up it was it would have been one of the last weekends in june
3: so fairly close to when the homicide was
1: occurred right
3: now that spring break which would have been the month of march mm-hmm. didn't you and jeffrey lacoste come down to miami We did. Okay. And you stayed with your brother, Charlie?
1: We did. Okay.
3: And do you know at that time who he was dating? I don't. Okay. Does it sound, do you, if if I say that was when he was dating Catherine McBano, is that a correct statement or you don't remember?
1: I don't remember. Okay.
3: Do you remember having dinner with Jeffrey Lacoste at a restaurant and with your brother and that Catherine was was
1: there? I have a vague recollection of it. Okay,
3: and do you remember if this restaurant had outside seating?
1: We always used to go to the same restaurant, and so I, I know the restaurant it has outside seating.
3: Okay, and when you met Catherine McBanwell, Charlie introduced you to her as his girlfriend.
1: Probably. Okay. Definitely as someone he was seeing, right? I don't remember if he used the term girlfriend, but as in a romantic kind of way. Okay. Not Not as just a friend.
3: And. Am I characterizing Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Charlie Adelson correctly when I say, you know, you have said he has lots of girlfriends?
1: I've met lots of girls over the years, which is why it's hard to remember whether I had dinner with one person versus another.
3: Do you know what his thoughts and beliefs are in marriage? Does he not
1: believe in marriage? I don't think he's so pro-marriage, no. Okay.
3: Okay. Um, do you know how many times you spent how many times you met Katie? We talked about the time on the beach and then we've already now talked about a
1: dinner. I remember vaguely those two. I don't remember any other time.
3: Do you remember the name of the person that was in that picture with you? No. Okay. Does Yindra Velasquez Mascaro sound familiar? No. Okay. Now, you didn't have a really close relationship with Katie, right? No. Okay. Did you know that Katie has two kids?
2: I did. I remember Miss we're
3: not going to get a first name. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Judge, I apologize. Did you know that Miss McBanwa had children? I did know that. Okay. Did you ever discuss with Miss McBanwa the details of the divorce that you had before she even knew who your brother was?
1: That wouldn't be possible because I only met her with my brother.
3: Okay. So you didn't talk, your relationship wasn't a close relationship where you would talk to her about Dan Markell? No. Do you ever remember having a conversation with Ms. Magbanwa about Dan Markell and your divorce?
1: It's very possible that I brought it up, Mm -hmm. but nothing stands out. No, not at all.
3: Now I want to talk to you about the time of the murder, okay? The day before the homicide, all right? Okay. You had talked about your custody situation with Dan Markell, that it was a week on, week off. Is that correct? That's right. And an overnight stay, switch on a
1: Wednesday. That's my best memory.
3: So it's a better way to describe it would be: if it's your week, you have the boys, but on Wednesday night they will sleep at uh, Dan Markell, do an overnight sleepover at Dan Markell. Right. And then return them to you the next day,
1: or return them to school, and then
3: and then you pick them up in the evening. Right. So the day of the homicide, do you remember what day of the week that was?
1: I believe it was Friday. Okay.
3: So um, the day before would have been a Thursday. Right. Okay. Do you remember what you were doing that day? I don't. Is there any way that you would have been walking down Trescott Drive with your two sons the day before his murder?
1: No. I... I... Don't live in walking distance, so there's no reason why I would have been walking down the street. No. You
3: and Mr. Markell weren't on that kind of talking or, or speaking terms where you would be at the Trescott home and he wasn't there? No. Okay. You wouldn't go and take the boys for a walk on Trescott Drive?
1: I, I don't think so, no. Okay. <clears throat>
3: And as far as you knew at that time, the kids, what school were they attending?
1: They went to Creative Preschool.
3: Okay, and when you would drop the kids off at Creative Preschool, do you have to sign them in?
1: You do have to sign them in.
3: Okay, and then, so there should be a record of the days that the boys would have been at the preschool. That's right. What time would you drop the boys off? Do you remember? Is I d- it an early morning
1: thing or? I would drop them off in the morning. Um, I don't remember, maybe it was eight, maybe it was nine. I. Oh, so, but nothing late,
3: like 11? I don't think so. And then what would be the usual time you pick them up in the afternoon?
1: I think it would depend on whether I was teaching or, or if I had court, what I was up to, but my guess is sometime between 3 and 6 I would pick them up.
3: So would it be fair to say that, you know, around 11 o'clock in the morning, the boys would probably be in school on a weekday?
1: That would be right. Okay.
3: Do you know someone by the name of Whitney?
1: I do know Whitney. Who is Whitney? Whitney was a girlfriend of my brother's. Okay.
3: Do you know who introduced uh, Charlie to Mr. Edelson to, to Whitney? I don't. Do you know how long they were dating? I don't. Do you remember when they started dating?
1: I don't remember when they started dating. OK. When
3: did your brother buy you that TV?
1: I remember having the TV in the house on Aqua Ridge. Mm-hmm. So sometime sometime after the fall of 2012, that's, and then I, sometime between 2012, 2013, something like that.
3: Do you remember pe- making a phone call to Charlie that morning and having a conversation with him, without going into the details of that conversation? Which morning? The morning of Danny's murder. Yes. I'm sorry, Judge, Mr. Markel's murder. Do you remember how long you spoke for?
1: I don't remember how long I spoke for.
3: Now, you had described your brother as a talker. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, I think I described him as a more of a joker than joker. a talker, but he does do you, talk.
3: Do you remember the circumstances under which he made that statement that the state talked about... about hiring a hitman, but instead I got you this TV? What, who, who else was around when this statement was made?
1: Well, he tends to repeat himself, so he kept repeating that joke because he thought it was funny.
3: Okay, but do you remember the time frame of when that happened? Like, was this way before, you know, during the course of your divorce, or was this
1: after? It would have been when he bought the TV. When he bought the TV, and that would be after the divorce. Well, not after I filed for divorce, right? But okay. not after the divorce was finalized. So sometime after, I really don't remember when I got the TV, but maybe sometime after, starting with the fall of 2012. some Sometime around then, but it could have been 2013.
3: Do you know, now your parents' apartment on South Beach, are they still living there? No. Okay, so they moved. They did. At the time, do you know how much their rent was in that apartment? I have no idea. You said they did not own that property? No. And now you said that you stayed in Tallahassee after the homicide.
1: I, st- I stayed for a few days.
3: Okay. And do you recall if Detective Isom tried to call you
1: after I had left?
3: Before you left, and before you left Tallahassee, but after the memorial service for Mr. Markell.
1: He did not call me before I left Tallahassee. No.
3: Okay. Did he try to call you?
1: He called me when I was already on the road, okay. about four hours away from Tallahassee.
3: All right. Did he ever try to talk to you again? No. As a prosecution? When is, the la- when is the first time the prosecution reached out to you to speak to you about what happened?
1: I don't remember ever talking with the prosecution.
2: No, I
1: Your Honor? Okay.
3: Do you know if Detective Isom ever tried to reach out to your parents?
1: I don't think he did.
3: Do you know if Detective Isom ever tried to speak to your brother Charlie?
1: I don't think he did.
3: Now, you are testifying today under a state subpoena, correct? Correct. And that state subpoena gives you immunity for your testimony, right? Can you explain to the jury, since you're an attorney, what immunity is?
1: Immunity is freedom from prosecution.
3: So that means that anything you say today can't be used against you if the state decides
1: to arrest you later on? The state isn't going to decide to arrest me.
3: Um, Do you know if they consider you a suspect? I don't know. Now, the life insurance policy that the state was asking you about, have you received any money from the life insurance policy from Mr. Markell?
1: I don't know if maybe in the beginning, the life insurance that Danny owed me about $100,000 when he died. I do think that his family made that disbursement. I don't know if they paid that through the life insurance policy, but other than that, there's been the life insurance policy is is money put away for the kids. I've never seen it. Do you, are you do you have access to that or you have no control over that? I have no control over that. All right.
3: All right. And I have Where did you say so the your your boys are now down in Miami with your mother, correct?
1: At the moment, yes.
3: Okay. And you stopped letting Uh, Danny's parent or Mr. Markell's parents see the boys is that correct
1: Uh, two years after Danny died I stopped visitation
3: okay do you have any intention of letting them see their grandchildren again
1: I I do we've actually been in discussion the last few weeks
3: no further questions Jeff
2: Redirect.
0: How many times have Dan's parents been able to see your boys in the last five years?
1: In the last two years after they died, they've been able to see them every time they've asked to see them. Okay, what about the last three years? Since 2016, they have been not been permitted to see the boys.
0: They have not been permitted? That's right. By you?
1: By me, yes. Right, and that's not through lack of trying on their part? No, that's because of what they did.
0: Okay, but they want to see those boys, don't they? They
1: very much want to see the boys. All right.
0: And Dan Markell's sister is the, I'm not sure if this is the right word, but the executor of that trust for the
1: boys. Is that right? I think she has fiduciary responsibility over the trust for the boys. All right.
0: Thank you. That sounds sounds right. Um, Did you at one time hold that position in Dan's will?
1: Oh, before we got divorced, I probably did.
0: Okay. But sometime after the divorce, he changed that over to the sister.
1: He must have, yes. Okay.
0: And did you initiate proceedings to try to fight that decision that he made to make the sister the executor, or the beneficiary, have the fiduciary duty for this money over you, or the disbursement to your children? Can
1: can you repeat the, can you rephrase the question Did you
0: initiate any type of proceeding at any point to try to contest or fight Dan Markell's sister being appointed as this fiduciary for the life insurance
2: for the boys.
1: I don't believe that I did.
2: buddy, be seated, please. Call your next witness, Ms. Kevin.
0: state calls Jeffrey Lacasse.
2: If you'd face the clerk and be sworn, please, sir, raise your right hand. I swear your own testimony about witnesses, your truth, and all truth, and nothing but truth. I do. May I proceed? Sir, please
0: introduce yourself and spell your first and last name.
5: Yeah, I'm Jeffrey Lacasse, J E F F R E Y. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last name spelled L-A-C-A-S-S-E.
0: How are you employed, Mr. Lacoste? I'm
5: employed at Florida State University as an associate professor.
0: All right. What about back in 2014?
5: I was an assistant professor at Florida State University.
0: And did you have a relationship with Wendy Adelson? I did. What type of relationship was that?
5: Um, We started dating in the fall of 2013. She became my girlfriend around March of 2014.
0: Okay. And when did that relationship end?
5: Um, July of 2014.
0: And when the breakup occurred, was there a big argument that occurred that precipitated the breakup?
5: We had an uh, argument in late June. She went to South Florida for a couple of weeks, and when she came back, um, we tried to make things work, and it, it didn't really work. She sort of cut off contact.
0: All right. And during that argument when she went to South Florida, was she in South Florida on July 1st,
5: 2014? I believe she was. I, I dropped her off at her house on June 29th, I believe.
0: Okay. And during the course of your relationship with Ms. Adelson, did you ever meet her family? I did. Who did you meet?
5: I met her brother. um, We went to South Florida for an alternative spring break, went to Immokalee, and I had dinner with uh, her brother. And I met her mother at her house um, just very briefly, maybe 10, 15 minutes at dinner. And when I would pick her up and the kids were there with the grandparents, I would have just a couple moments interaction with them. I didn't have a lot of contact.
0: Okay. And what about Catherine McBanois? Did you ever have an occasion to meet her? Yeah, I went
5: to dinner with her, I believe it was on March 11th, when we we went over there to to meet Charlie. Okay,
0: so who was present at that meal on March 11th, and that's 2014?
5: That's correct. Um, It was myself, Wendy Adelson, uh, Charlie, and Katie. Charles Adelson and Catherine Catherine McBanois. Thank you.
0: What about Sigfredo Garcia? Did you ever have an occasion to meet him?
5: I did not. I've never met him.
0: Um, was Ms. Adelson very close to her parents and her brother Charlie?
5: Extremely close.
0: I want to ask you about June 4th, 2014. Do you recall a event that occurred that day that was unusual?
5: Yeah, I remember a couple of unusual occurrences on June 4th. Could you uh, tell
0: us about that, please?
5: Yeah, I had met uh, Ms. <coughs> Adelson at the Red Eye Coffee Shop in Midtown for a coffee about 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, we were going to talk about our relationship a little bit. And she canceled a trip we had planned to California to visit my parents, which was scheduled for July 11th to 17th.
0: All right. And was she acting strangely that night?
5: Yeah, that night um, she was a nervous wreck um, to the point, um, I couldn't put my finger on why at the time, um, to the point where I, uh, she lived kind of way up Centerville and there's no convenience stores or anything close. And I actually, uh, took about 35 minutes and drove to a convenience store to get her uh, Pepto-Bismol because she was such a nervous wreck and had a real nervous stomach that evening.
0: Okay. And did she ever tell you what the problem was?
5: No, she's very nonspecific about it. All
0: right. Were you aware during the course of your relationship with Ms. Adelson about her efforts to relocate to South Florida with the children?
5: I, I certainly was. All
0: right. And was she... Were you in her life when she learned that the court was not going to permit her to take the children No, our first date was September
5: Mm twenty seventh, 2013, so that was a topic of conversation on our first couple of dates, but it was in the past when we discussed it.
0: All right. And was Ms. Adelson happy about the fact that she was not able to relocate?
5: No, she was quite bitter about it, actually. It was, as I said, a topic that came up. The t- that tone came up on those first two dates. All
0: right. Did she make any statements to you in mm-hmm. reference to her brother considering options to take care of this problem with her not being able to relocate? Yes, concerned. she did.
2: Okay.
0: All right, Mr. Lacoste, when we broke, we were talking about um, statements made to you by Wendy Adelson about her brother considering options to take care of her relocation problem. What, if any, statements did she tell you to that effect?
5: Yes, ma'am. On July 13, 2014, uh, Wendy and I were speaking, and she asked me if she could uh, share something with me confidentially. I told her, sure. Mentioned or she said that uh, Charlie had explored all options to take care of the problem and that he had looked into having uh, Professor Markell killed. It would cost about $15,000. I later uh, talked to Investigator Isaac and said that could have been $50,000. They sound an awful lot uh, alike. Okay, so you're not sure if she said 15 or 50. That's right, but I'm confident she made that statement. I just can't remember the exact dollar amount. It, and she did state that was during the relocation battle the previous summer is when that had taken place.
0: All right. And the day that she made the statement to you was July 13th of 2014. Yes, ma'am. Did Mrs. Adelson tell you anything about the uh, celebration dinner? Anything about a celebration dinner? Yes. Could you tell us about that, please?
5: Yes. Uh, A couple weeks after uh, Professor Markell was uh, murdered, we spoke on the phone, and she had mentioned that uh, her and Charlie had gone to, these are her words, she said, Charlie and I went to what he described as a celebration dinner. All
0: right. And that was the dinner where she vomited? That's right. That's correct. And are you aware, Mr. Lacoste, that Ms. Adelson suggested you as a possible suspect in this homicide?
5: Yes, I am. And where were
0: you when Dan Markell was murdered?
5: I was on the road to Tennessee. I uh, originally had a trip planned for 11 a.m. on Friday the 18th, and I had at the last moment changed my trip to to Thursday night. So So you left early? I left early without uh, telling anyone. Um, other than the people at you know, the destination. Uh, Miss Adelson was the only person I had told in Tallahassee about the time that I was leaving, which was 11 a.m. on the 18th. I had informed her about that in uh, around June 10th.
0: All right, so originally it was going to be July 18th at 11 a.m. would be your departure? Yes, ma'am. And would you be flying or driving?
5: I was driving. All right,
0: and it changed to Thursday night, so you left the night before and were in Tennessee at the time of the homicide? That's correct. No further questions.
2: Cross.
4: Still morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Pronounce your last name for me again. Lacaste. Lacaste. Okay. Just want to make sure I got it right. Mr. (coughs) Lacaste. So Wendy Adelson knew you were leaving. Th- well, you told her you were leaving Friday morning. Friday
5: morning at eleven, we had discussed it because we had some plans um, that got canceled. So we had
4: discussed it in some detail, actually. And your plan was to leave Tallahassee and to drive north, I guess, <coughs> northbound. I Thomasville Road, north, north uh, eastbound. Yes, sir. Sure. Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. Yeah. So your plan was to travel north of Tallahassee to Tennessee, correct? That's correct. And you told Wendy that, hey, listen, I'm, uh, I'm going on this trip, and I'm leaving Friday morning around 11 a.m., correct? That's correct. And do you recall what time the actual shooting took place? I believe it was right around 11 a.m. The same exact time that you'd be leaving the area,
5: That's correct.
4: correct. And although it was for a business trip, if people didn't know what your plans were, would you agree with me that it may look like you're leaving the scene if you're traveling outside of the jurisdiction? That's what I was concerned about, that if I had taken my trip at the scheduled time,
5: I would have looked like I was fleeing because I would have been driving, I would have taken Capital Circle to Thomasville and been very close to Professor Markell's house, actually.
4: And when did you find out that uh, Ms. Adelson, Wendy Adelson, had uh, suggest that you, that you may be involved in this? I suspected it from the police
5: interrogations, but they didn't explicitly say that. Uh, eventually, I was able to view her
4: interrogation um, video. And by her, you mean Wendy Edelson? Yes, sir. And by interrogation video, you mean interview, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Because, as you're aware, she has not been charged in this case, correct? I'm aware of that, yes, sir. And obviously, you haven't either. Right. <laughs> right. You've been cleared by law enforcement? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, let's talk about your relationship with Wendy Edelson. You started dating her. uh, give Give me a time, period. September 27, 2013 was our first date. And how long would you say that your relationship with her lasted...
5: Well, there's different phases of it. In the that fall semester, we weren't exclusive. It was more casual. Um, it became more serious late February, early March. So okay. as far as
4: a serious, I'm um, your bro, boyfriend, you're my girlfriend sort of thing, just March through July. Okay. So you started <laughs> casually dating in September of 2013, and it got more serious at the beginning of 2014, correct? That's right. Okay. That's right. And how did you meet Ms. Adelson? How did you guys first have a date? Yeah, through mutual friends. Okay, so it wasn't like on a social media dating app or anything else? No. Okay. Were you aware if Ms. Adelson was participating in online dating?
5: I think I knew that, well, I knew that she had
4: dated online
5: in the past. I did not know the time frame.
4: One of your concerns, okay, so once you guys became exclusive... And by exclusive, I mean you called her your your girlfriend and she called you her boyfriend. Is that fair? That's correct. And I was involved with the kids at that point and things like that. And it got to the point where she introduced you to her family, right? That's right. And you indicated that there was a dinner where you met Charlie Anderson? That's right. Kind of a good-looking guy, right? Sure. Right. Uh, Works out? Yes. Um, When you went on, uh, when you had your double date, where it was you, Wendy Adelson, Charlie, and Miss Mag Mm -hmm. Did you see what kind of car Mr. Adelson pulled in? I don't recall seeing his car in the
5: parking lot. We then went to his house, so I saw his garage and got a look at some of the vehicles he
4: owned, but not that at dinner. What kind of vehicles does he have? Ferrari is the one that stood out to me. Do you remember the color of the Ferrari? I don't. Did you make any comments to Wendy about the Ferrari?
5: Um, Well, Wendy used to talk about Charlie having a Ferrari. I mean, that was... um, she would say, "My brother's a character. He has a Ferrari. He has an undercover cop car. He has, a, I think, a nice Benz in addition, or some luxury car."
4: So she well, knew what a Ferrari was, right? Sure. Well, sure. So it's not like she didn't say he's got a Porsche and you saw a Ferrari, right? No, it, it was it was a Ferrari,
5: were, and I actually remember discussing the cost of maintenance with with Charlie. There were some downsides to having a
4: Ferrari. Yeah, so, yeah, it's tough, tough. <laughs> um, so pretty extensive. Uh, car collection, right? He had multiple cars, yeah. I, I don't did. know exactly how many. And did you learn what he did for a living? Yeah, I knew he was a periodontist from speaking with Wendy. And how many... Was that the only night you had direct contact with Mr. Adelson, Charlie Adelson? That's the only contact I ever had with him that night. Did he appear to have... Uh, was he? Did he appear to be intelligent?
5: Um... He had, that's a difficult question, I just met him the one night, that's a
4: I'll withdraw that, let me yeah, ask a yeah. more important question. Was he, was he socialized, was he drinking that night? I don't recall if he was drinking, he was, uh, he was holding
5: forth, he was talking a lot, he was confident, that was my impression of him.
4: He was talking a lot? Yes. Did you ever see him go to the bathroom? I don't recall. Did you ever see him, was he perspiring more than a normal person would during dinner?
5: This is five years ago, I don't remember. We were outside and it was, you know, not cool that time of year, but yeah.
4: Okay, so you're outside in like an open area restaurant? Yeah, we were at the yardbird on the patio. Okay, the yardbird in South Beach? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you witness Charlie Edelson doing cocaine that night? I did not. I did not. So this is a guy who's in South Beach, right? Drives a Ferrari, right? Yes. What, had Wendy previously described him as having a lot of girlfriends? Sure. Handsome guy, probably could get attention of women? I would presume so. But your only face-to-face meeting was that dinner, correct? Yeah. Well, that dinner, and then we went back to his house and hung out in his hot tub for a little while. But that okay. was it. And during that time that you went to his, ho- to, to his house to hang up in the hot tub, did you see him ever go to the bathroom? Or was he ever outside of your personal uh, space? Yeah, I think all of us were in and out of that hot tub at various points because we were sitting there a little while. At any point, did Charlie Edelson... Now, you're a, you're a prof- law professor, correct? Uh, professor of social work, actually. Correct. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. You're a professor at the university, correct. I apologize. Not law professor. Yeah. You're an educated person, correct? Sure. You'll agree with me that a lay person wouldn't solicit you to commit a murder, correct?
0: Objection.
4: Argumentative. So thing. I'll, I'll re-ask this. Did Charlie Adelson ask you <clears throat> to kill Dan Markell? Did Charlie ask me to did kill Did he him? ask you? No. Okay. Of course not. And That's true. I apologize. I I I'll I withdraw will the of course not. And you'll agree with me that at no point did you give him any reason to believe that you would be someone that would do such a nefarious act. Correct? No. Okay. When the prosecutor asked you about June 4th, 2014, you recall that? Yes, sir. And you said that you guys were at the Red Eye Coffee Shop, right? That's correct. And around what time was that?
5: I had a hair appointment at 2 or 3, so it was at 1 or 2.
4: And so in the early afternoon? Could have been as early as 12.30, sir. I mean, 12.30, yeah. Okay. So, around 12.30 on on June 4th, 2014, correct? That's correct. You indicated that she was acting, and by she I mean Wendy Adelson, that she was acting unusual? That's correct. Would that be a fair assessment? Yes. Did you ask her what was wrong? I did ask her what was wrong. It was
5: very nonspecific. That happened with Wendy quite a bit where she was upset and there was not an exact name put to why.
4: Was she upset often? Yes. Would she get these kind of um, physical uh, reactions often that her stomach would hurt or that she would ask you to get her medicine? I got to know her better in the spring, so I saw more of it
5: than I would have in the fall. That was the only time I can recall. That that was not an average thing. I think it's why I remember it, because it was unusual.
4: And you said that you drove about 35 minutes to get her medicine?
5: Yeah. Yeah could have been twenty five thirty five minutes, but it's where she lived was not convenient to run to the store, so it was a discussion like, do we want to do that it's all the way down there and she was so nervous, I thought, no, I'm going, so
4: did she go with you?
5: No, she did not we had the kids she had the kids that night, so she stayed with the
4: children. Did she make any kind of doctor's appointments shortly thereafter? to your knowledge, not to my knowledge now. You indicated that you guys became boyfriend and girlfriend at the beginning portion of 2014. Is that a correct statement, sir? Yes, sir. And when would you, when would you tell the members of this jury that your relationship with her ended? Well, that's a little complicated. Um,
5: on July 14th, we went on a date. And when I got home, she had sent me an email saying, I need a week to think. Please don't contact me for the next week. So that was the Monday before Professor Markell was killed. Um, and then we didn't talk for maybe 10 or 12 days after the murder. So I assumed it was, internally, I assumed it was over You know, that night. When you get an email like that, you're probably figuring it's over. But in subsequent phone calls, she acted as if it was still a slightly open issue. Um, and we closed that down by by, the pho- by phone calls that you know obviously we're going to move move on here.
4: Did uh did you ever question her uh, loyalty to you in her in your relationship with her? With regularity, yes. And when you say with regularity, when did you first become suspicious? Now let, let me let me ask this question first. You were concerned that she was seeing other men, right? I was. Okay. And when did you first start getting this concern?
5: Probably um, March, April time frame, I started to wonder. I had, so not too long after we became a couple, I guess what I was wondering is, have we really become a couple or is she still doing what she she was doing before? So
4: was was it like, did you find like text messages or direct messages on social media that made you kind of go, what's going on here?
5: No, I didn't see any text messages or anything on social media. Um, she, her behavior was just erratic. She would disappear. She would get home very late at night. Um,
4: so there were, there were signs like that. Would you Would you talk to her about it? I tried to. Okay. So well, let me ask it this way. Yeah. Did she understand that you were concerned about her being loyalty or, or you, her, your relationship being a monogamous one? Um,
5: To be completely honest, I think we kind of pussyfooted around that until we had that big fight at the end of June. That's what that that argument was about.
4: Let's talk about that big fight. Yeah, sure. Why don't you walk the members of the jury through what happened?
5: (laughs) Yeah, I had taken uh, Wendy to Gainesville with me. I was teaching in the off-campus program at UF for the weekend, so I took her with me.
4: I'm sorry, was it just you and her, or did she bring the kids? No, it's just me and her. So like a romantic getaway to Gainesville? Well,
5: work slash pleasure, I teach during the day. She works in a coffee shop. We have dinner with friends at night, that kind of stuff. You know, okay. it's a nice area Sounds there. nice. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and mo- we can start it off fine. The Saturday night, um, we sort of got into it over this stuff. I confronted her um, about the fact that I suspected that she had been seeing other men. Okay, so let's talk about that. So you're at dinner? We were actually up in the hotel room. The night was basically over. It's probably it was pretty late. It was nine or ten o'clock at night when this discussion happened.
4: Okay. And had she had any alcoholic beverages at that point?
5: We both had, but I think just one or two glasses of wine a couple hours earlier. Just
4: socially with dinner, maybe? Yeah, that was okay. there was no more drinking than that. And was there did you did you say, listen, I, I think this, that or the other, did you have any specifics or were you just giving a vague I'm concerned about whether where this relationship is? I the latter, I, I was
5: pretty specific. Um, I told her I was very concerned. I was particularly concerned because the way she had framed our relationship was you're not just becoming my boyfriend. I have children. I'm a mother. Um, It's like I was auditioning for the job of husband and father is actually sort of how it felt in retrospect. So I bonded with the kids pretty tightly. And as you can imagine in a relationship, that kind of discussion gets more complicated when you're Serious and there's, there's kids and she had been talking about me moving in she had told me not to buy a house She had told me not to buy a jeep That I needed to buy a vehicle that two car seats could fit in So so it um, sounds like you guys were heading down that path Yeah, hence why I raised the issue because I had some intuitions that everything wasn't quite right Her behavior had been a little erratic and I was worried about moving in and ending up in a really bad situation Actually.
4: So would it be fair to say that she was saying the wrong things? But her actions were speaking louder than the words
5: That's not a bad summary. I was getting two very different messages based on
4: behavior or what she was speaking to me, what she was saying. Yeah. Did that argument or that discussion? Did you feel it the next morning? What do you mean by feel it, sir? Was she she acting any different the following morning?
5: Oh, the the next day was probably the most awkward car ride I've ever had in my life. We rode from Gainesville to Tallahassee. Um, She was crying. I was very upset. Um, it was a very awkward three-hour drive.
4: It's a three-hour drive? Three or
5: four, however long it is.
4: Okay, from Gainesville to Tallahassee, however long that was. Exactly, sorry. And this was in June, you said June 20? That would have
5: been June 29th, that's the Sunday, the last Sunday in June.
4: Two weeks later, on July 13th, Wendy tells you, Or Wendy has this discussion with you that the prosecutor elicited, right?
5: Yes.
4: (coughs) From June 29th to July 13th, would you say your relationship with Wendy after that awkward, that long two- or three-hour, four-hour, however long it is, from Gainesville to Tallahassee, emotional car ride, right? Yes. She's crying. Yes. Upset. Yes. And I would assume. Well, let me let me strike this. Did you believe that she was upset? Because, like I said, she was saying all the right things, but she wasn't acting like she was talking. It, it's very complicated, and she was
5: all over the place. To be frank, and that at one point she was confessing. At one point she was saying, "I, I, uh, I, I never did that." She was saying she couldn't remember some things I wanted to talk
4: about, which was frustrating.
5: Um, let so let go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm,
4: no, yeah. no worries. You said she was confessing. Was she admitting to potential talking to other men?
5: More than talking the night before when we were having the argument, but it was...
4: Um, what was she saying?
5: Um, you know, we, it was a heated discussion, so I don't remember right. every word of it. But at point, she kind of let it slip out that my concerns were well-founded. Okay. And then five minutes later, she would say um, the opposite. And when I've had to explain this story in the story in the past, I've had to say it. It doesn't sound like it makes sense because she was just all over the place. She was hysterical.
4: Okay. Bit. So would it be fair to say at, at some point she admits to talking to other dudes, uh, apologizes to talking to other men, and then shortly thereafter denies what she just confessed to?
5: Well, then that re- repeat as needed on the car ride back, she was like, I never did any of that stuff. You talk- I don't know what you're talking about, which, okay. which was kind of crazy-making for me because she had confessed to some of it the night before.
4: Okay. So from June 29th till July 13th, would you say the, the, you were fixing the relationship at that point? Was it, going, was it getting better or was it getting worse?
5: It's hard to tell because on the 29th I left her house and I didn't see her again until July 13th. She went to South Florida for those two weeks. Did so you guys talk on the phone? We talked on the phone once in a while. We did some video chats. I talked to the kids via video chat and things like that. But it was very up in the air where the relationship
4: was going to go. I would get a mixture of messages uh, verbally and by text. Would you agree with me that your level of contact with her between June 29th and July 14th was less than it was before? Oh, it was minimal. It was minimal. Days and days will go by at points without us talking
5: on the phone at least. I may get the random text or something, but we weren't talking a lot.
4: And then on July 13th, Wendy, in essence... Tells you that her brother, Charlie, had looked into hiring a hitman to kill Dan, Dan Markel In 2013, yes, sir. In 2013. Yes. What was your reaction to this?
5: It was in the context of a relationship discussion. It kind of just blurted out when he has a habit of blurting things out. They're kind of tangential or whatever. And so I didn't know what to make of it. My stomach kind of flipped. It was like a chilling statement. And then we kind of ended up talking about the relationship again, and i i so I didn't give it a lot of thought at the time. It was just a like a
4: crazy thing that someone would say, you know and okay, very crazy thing, yeah, but let me ask you this: did you take that statement as a threat to you that uh, uh, and let me kind of clarify this. she indicated that because of her, her her bad relationship with, with uh, Mr. Markell, correct? And you'll agree with me that they had a bad relationship, correct? That's how she characterized it. You'll agree with me that she said, based on a bad relationship, that her brother had looked into hiring somebody to kill him, correct? Well, that was specifically about the relocation,
5: is okay. what she said in that statement. I know they had bad blood otherwise for other reasons, certainly, but uh, that was specifically tied to the relocation battle being lost. That was what prompted Charlie to look into it, according to her statement.
4: This conversation that you had on July 13th, where was it? It was in her house on Aqua Ridge. Was anybody else around when she made the statement? No, sir. Did you contact any of your friends after this conversation and... Discuss the fact that uh Wendy Adelson had indicated that her brother had looked to hire a hitman? In what time frame? Okay, so on July 13th, when the when when the conversation's over, do you stay there that night? No. I, I we en- we
5: ended with me telling Wendy if you uh if this isn't gonna work for you, you can text me and we can just break up. I don't want a big thing, you know, a like conversation. <gasps> and I, I left for the night. I did not stay.
4: Do you have like a family member or a best friend that you talk to about personal issues? I have several, sure. Okay. Did Did you call or contact any of them on the way back to discuss what had transpired? about? And I'm not, I'm not talking about the breakup. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I'm sorry. I am talking about the breakup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you call your friends yeah, yeah. and go, hey, listen, you know, it ended with me and Wendy... You know, that's a, it's summertime, and at FSU, a
5: lot, of, a lot of these people were out of town. Some of them were even overseas, so there was less contact than the ordinarily would have been. Um, but I'm sure I discussed the fact, well, not that night because it was so late. What I remember is the next day when I get this email saying, don't contact me for a week, I certainly shared that with friends because I found it really frustrating and,
4: and surprising and thought it was weird. Did you share with any of your friends the comment that Wendy Adelson made to you with regards to her brother and the murder for her?
5: Yeah, I'm sure I did. I just couldn't tell you who or when I did that. But certainly, um, after the murder occurred,
4: certainly I, I shared that with people. I also shared it with the police the first day they brought me in. Right. So you were interviewed by law enforcement in this case, correct? Yes, sir. During your interview with law enforcement, did you mention this statement? I did. Okay. Did you tell Detective it was Detective Ison that interviewed you? It was him and investigator Hale. Okay. Did you indicate to them who you had shared this information with? I don't
5: Judge know that I was asked
4: understand. to. Judge, it's not for From the room. I I I can you restate the question? No worries. Yeah. So when you tell them what Wendy told you about her brother's murder for hire plot, did you say, Yeah, listen, you know, I spoke to my buddy um because the murder happened on the 18th, correct? That's correct. And so four days prior to that is when you got that uh, breakup. E- was it an email or a text message? It was an email. Okay, so you get a breakup email. And so you call your friends, which is normal, right? And you indicated just a few minutes ago that you probably mentioned the murder for hire to some of your friends, right? At some point, I just don't know when. Okay. What about, was that before or after your interview with law enforcement? Was what, before, or after? Your discussions with friends. Well, after I had told it to the police,
5: I certainly discussed it. I'm confident. I may have done it before as well. I don't recall that. But after I told the police that, I did share that with some people, confidentially, yes.
4: Now, she told you, and by she I'm referring to Wendy Adelson, during your July 13th conversation, that... He, would, he had looked, and the price was either fifteen or 50000 correct? That's correct. So it's either one or the other, correct? Right. And would it be fair to say, based on your testimony, that she said that that price was too high? No, she didn't offer any
5: further context or explanation. It was kind of a thing that was boarded out. And then literally 20 seconds later, she started talking about something else, and I can't recall what that was. I think it was the relationship stuff that I was very focused on.
4: So out of nowhere, she tells you, Charlie was going to go look to hire a hitman who was going to cost fifteen or $50,000. And you don't go back to that. I don't know that it was out of n- nowhere. I believe preceding that was a discussion that if
5: anything ever happened to Danny, she would move to Miami. I think I've uh, spoken to the investigator I
4: asked him about that previously. And listen, I have to ask Mr. Lacoste, at, at no point did you contact law enforcement after you heard of this threat so, they could contact Mr. Markell if, if to, to see if there's any need to protect him in any way, shape, or form.
6: I didn't. Okay.
4: Give me one second, Your Honor. Good night. Just a few more questions, sir. Sure. Would I be correct or incorrect in assuming or, or, or in saying? that you were interested in having a monogamous relationship with Wendy Adelson? I thought I had a monogamous relationship with Wendy And you wanted to keep it, correct? Depends when you're asking. On July 13th, 2014? Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry to ask such personal questions. That's I know okay. it's different. Did you think it's unusual well, let me ask this. At some point, did you ever see a picture of Dan Markell? Sure. Sure. Do you think that there's a resemblance between yourself and him? Everybody always says
5: that. When I was dating her, no one ever brought it up. I see it from the pictures. in life. I-5 never told that while we were dating.
4: And as you indicated before, you're also a professor? Yes, correct. Do you feel wronged by Wendy Edelson? Do I feel wronged? Yes, sir. Yes. No further questions. Yes, sir. Thank you.
7: So I
6: pass.
5: Good morning. Good
7: morning. The questions (laughs) I'm about to ask you are about the investigation into you, not that we believe you're a suspect, okay? I understand. You would agree with me at the beginning of the case in July 2014, there was a thought that you were a potential suspect.
5: That's what I've been told, yes.
7: You were contacted by the police? I was. You came in, you were interviewed?
5: Yes, I came straight from my trip into the TPD.
7: Started. Three separate times you were interviewed, right? Yes. Now, they didn't handcuff you at gunpoint and drag you into the station, right?
5: No, they asked me to come in, so I came in.
7: Voluntarily went in? Yes. You told them what you knew? You explained the information, right? Yes. Eventually, you helped them get bank records to show where you were. It was in Tennessee, right?
5: Yeah, I believe it was cell phone records and a receipt from a Kmart that had surveillance video of me. Um, was my understanding of it.
7: So they get your bank records. Yeah. They see a transaction at a Walmart, Re- right?
5: Yeah, credit card records, yes, sir. Yes.
7: There's then a receipt. Mm-hmm. And then they go actually to the Walmart, get their surveillance footage that shows you there.
5: It was a Kmart, but yes, sir.
7: And then you were cleared. That's correct. You would agree with me that they objectively investigated you? Yes. Now, had they not gotten the bank records, the Walmart video, or anything like that, one could paint a picture that you were involved. Just the fact that you left town right when the murder happened and you had this connection.
5: Well, except that I wasn't in the state at the time of the murder, so how could I have done it? So that's...
7: What we're talking about here is that somebody could paint the picture without all the evidence.
5: Yeah, they don't have all the evidence? Sure.
7: All right. Let's go to something you said on direct talking about June 4th. Yes. And you had, you appear to have a very good memory of all the, the instances. You said that Wendy had the kids on June 4th, the night of June 4th. Yes spent a lot of time with Wendy, spent a lot of time with the kids. You knew their daily schedule, the boys, right?
5: Um, I knew not so much because I usually got there in the evening. So at the time, I would know what day she had the kids. But as far as pickup times and things like that, I usually saw them at the end of the day. I accompanied her just a couple times to pick up the kids. So I I don't want to sound like I'm an expert on that because I'm not.
7: So June 4th, she has the kids. The next morning, June 5th, she would have taken them to creative preschool.
5: She would have, but I, I never stayed over there So when the kids were there, so I wouldn't have known that because I left at the end of the night if the kids were there every time.
7: That would have been consistent with the custody setup yeah. that she had with Dan Markell, correct?
5: Yeah, depending on what the days on the schedule were, which I don't recall. I used to know that. I don't anymore.
7: It wouldn't have been that he'd come and pick them up at her house and then bring them over to creative preschool. I
5: never saw that, that kind of scheduling anyway.
7: So it would have been consistent with on June 5th, she would have dropped the kids off.
5: It would have been consistent if I don't have any primary knowledge of what she did on June 5th. All right.
7: Let's talk about Charles Adelson. Understanding that you didn't have a close relationship with him, you did meet him and you hung out with him.
5: Yeah, for a few hours.
7: To you, and I'm going to use your words, he seemed like somebody that hung out on both sides of the tracks, right?
5: That's the way he presented himself in that hot tub, yes.
7: And you took that to be accurate.
5: Yes, I took a self-presentation to be accurate. That's correct.
7: During the day, he's wearing a lab coat or scrubs, whatever dentists wear, right? Right. And then when he's off work, he's going out, he's hanging out at the gym with less savory people.
5: Yeah, that was sort of his characterization. I was sort of repeating what he said,
7: yeah. In your words, less savory individuals. Less
5: savory, gritty. I don't remember his exact words, but gritty, gritty, something like that. I don't remember his exact words, but... uh, yeah, that's what—that's how he presented himself in that hot tub. It seemed to be almost a braggadocio kind of thing, like, look at me, I'm on both sides.
7: Yeah. And you took him to be a street smart guy? I did. He had friends that were ex-special ops?
5: Yes, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what him
7: and Wendy said, yeah. His gym friends that, to you, almost came off as nefarious?
5: Well, yeah, and I don't remember the details at this point, but he was talking about deals they were doing. There was a lot of hinting and innuendo. Um, but yeah, you're, you're accurately presenting uh, how he presented to me.
7: Let's go now to the dinner on March 11, 2014. Sure. It was outside. It was on Miami Beach. Yeah. If you remember, and you may not, do you remember seeing a pickup truck with two gentlemen outside of the restaurant watching you guys? No. Let's go now to July 14, 2014. Now you had met Catherine McBanua several months prior to that.
5: Yeah, I met her in March.
7: So March, April, May, June, July. Wendy is opening up to you and saying what her brother had looked into doing, right?
5: I think you're talking about the thirteenth. No, you're talking about the thirteenth, I think.
7: July thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay.
5: Yeah.
7: Go ahead. So July thirteenth, two thousand fourteen. She's talking about her brother hiring a hitman. She's giving you incriminating details, right? Yes. Never said anything about the involvement of Catherine McBano, right? No,
5: it was three sentences, so no, she didn't.
7: All right, let's talk about now the options that he looked into, into doing to take care of the problem, right? Right. On direct examination, the state attorney's office asked <laughs> you what year it was. But there was more specifics to that. It was specifically the summer of 2013, right?
5: Yes, it was attached to the relocation. So whenever uh, it was after relocation had failed where she had been denied the motion for relocation.
7: But I want to make sure it's clear because we didn't have the full information from direct examination. What Wendy told you is that her brother looked into hiring a hitman in the summer of 2013. That's correct. And that would have been before he even knew Catherine McBanwell.
5: Yeah, I don't know when they met, but if if you say so.
7: One brief moment, Your Honor. No further questions, Your Honor. Thank you.
0: Yes, Your Honor. The breakup email on July fourteenth, twenty fourteen. I know you had some phone contact after that, but was that basically the end of your relationship?
5: Um, that's the last time I ever saw her. Okay. Um, we did have some. Uh, it was in August. It was after the, we didn't talk between then and after the murder.
0: Okay. And you never it. got back together and resumed your relationship. Oh no,
2: no, okay.
0: no. No further questions.
2: All right, did you ever have a question of this witness? Write your question down. We'll go sidebar. So, series of questions from the, from the jury. Um, the email, the July Fourteenth, two thousand fourteen 2014 email, was was that a an effort on a FSU website or a private website? Do you have any recollection?
4: I
5: think that was from Wendy's Gmail account.
2: Okay. What about to you?
5: Oh, that would have been to my Gmail as well. Okay.
2: So the answer is no. It was not on an FSU website.
5: Correct. Okay. To best of my recollection, yeah. Okay.
2: Um, did Miss Adelson indicate that she wanted to relocate to have the children full time?
5: She talked about, she didn't talk directly about relocating because she knew that was no longer a possibility. Um, But the other side of that coin, how unhappy she was in Tallahassee and how frustrated she was by the child custody, were issues that came up, if not every day, every week, that came up very frequently.
2: Okay, so that was actually the next question about she frequently spoke about the divorce and the custody battle? Yes. Yes, uh,
5: consistently throughout the entire relationship.
2: Uh, and did she appear distressed when she didn't have the children with her?
5: Sometimes,
2: yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, what kind of vehicle were you driving back in July 2014? I was driving
5: a 2004 four-door silver Nissan Sentra. Okay.
2: Ms. Kaplan? No
0: further questions.
2: Uh, Garcia? Oh, Mike Nothing. All right, you can step down. Do we need to keep this witness any further?
0: Judge, I'd like to release him to go about his business, but I'd like him to remain under the rule.
2: All right, you can be, remain under the rule of sequestration, so don't discuss the case with anyone. But you're free to go about your business. You have a phone number for him if you should yes, need sir. it. All right, thank you. You may step down. Call your next witness.
0: Stephen Lutz.
2: Come up here,
1: please.
2: Please face the lectern. Be sworn, please,
6: sir.
2: Have a seat. Slide up the microphone, please, sir. Okay. Hi.
6: What is your name, sir? My name is Stephen Lutz.
0: Will you spell that,
6: please? Sure. Uh, Last name is L-U-T-E-S, first name, common spelling, is Stephen.
0: With the V or the (laughs) P-H? The common spelling, the P-H. All right.
6: And where are you employed, Mr. Lutz? I work for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank in Tampa, Florida. All
0: right. And what is your job title?
6: A regional security specialist.
0: All right. Are you familiar with a security video camera at the J.P. Morgan Bank, or at J.P. Morgan Banks in general back in July of 2014? Yes. And did you review a specific, um, did you review some specific surveillance footage from a specific ATM uh, surveillance camera from July of 2014 in reference to this case?
6: I did. Two, two separate cameras that, that uh, associated with that ATM machine.
0: Okay. And can you tell me a little bit about how the process works, which gave rise to the images that you reviewed? Uh.
6: You mean as far as how they were transferred to... to uh, how, the, are the,
0: how are the images captured
6: initially? Is it a camera that okay. runs
0: constantly?
6: It, it is. Uh, 24 hours, 7 days a week. It's, they're always running.
0: And um, is the camera mounted on the ATM
6: machine? The, the two cameras I referenced, there's one that's typically inside the ATM, which is called a transaction camera, which will give you facial uh, pictures of the person conducting a transaction on the machine. And then in this instance, it was a drive-up ATM, so there's also an overhead camera that would capture um, more geared toward the vehicle that the person was uh, driving through in.
1: All
0: right, and do the cameras, or this, I want to specifically ask you about the camera that's mounted inside the ATM machine on the video that um, is shown, was previously reviewed by you on State's Exhibit 143. How does that camera record where's the information stored
6: that it records so that that camera is it's exterior to the branch it's at a branch location uh, like everybody would be familiar with it's connected to a dvr that's stored inside the branch inside what's called a technology room it's a locked room that's that's alarmed Um, so it's stored on that dvr and then connected from the dvr to a wider area network system
0: all right, I'm going to approach and show you what I've marked as states 143. Do you recognize states
6: 143? Yes, I
0: do. How do you recognize it? I
6: reviewed uh, I reviewed this uh, earlier okay. be- before I arrived from a testimony here. All
0: right, and is states 43 a fair and accurate? Uh, copy 43 or what? 143 a fair and accurate copy of the video surveillance footage captured by that ATM machine that we were referencing earlier. Yes, it is. And was the footage captured on State's Exhibit 143 from July 18, 2014?
6: Yes, it was. Um,
0: And was the camera that captured these images in proper working order back in July of 2014? Yes. Does it accurately show the areas in front of the ATM machine as you previously described?
6: Yes it does. All
0: right. And where was that ATM machine, in this particular one located?
6: It's in Pembroke Pines, Florida.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you recall the time of the images that were captured on there?
6: It was in the evening. I believe it was uh, around eighteen forty five or six forty five in the evening. Okay.
0: Um, any indication of the footage that has been prepared for presentation to the jury on states that 143 has been tampered with or altered in any way?
6: No, there's not.
0: Okay, but at this time I'd ask to introduce states 143.
2: Any objection? i for from Mr. Gretzky
6: to
2: address it. Thank you. All right. he'll be admitted.
6: At this time...
0: Mr. Leitz, I'm going to show you what I've marked as states exhibits 38 through 44. Okay. Take a moment to look through each of those and let me know if you recognize them.
6: I do, yes. States
0: exhibits 38 through 44 fairly fairly and accurately capture still images taken from the video in states exhibit 143. Yes, ma'am. At this time, I'd ask to move into evidence states 38 through 44.
2: Any objection? will? No objection. 38 through 44 will be admitted.
0: Permission to publish states 143.
2: You may.
4: Good afternoon. Late morning. Mr. Lutz, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. So State's Exhibit 143 is video surveillance at the Pembroke Bines. Um mail. Yes. At the J.P. Morgan Chase location at uh, on Cobblestone Plaza.
6: Correct? Uh, yes. Correct.
4: And that's one four nine one six Pines Boulevard.
6: I don't have that address memorized, but I, yes, I believe that's correct. Yes.
4: Well, the the items that the government showed you, if uh, Judge, may I approach? You yeah, may. Okay. To refresh the recollection, you want to take a look at the items that have already been entered into
6: evidence, and let me know when your recollection is refreshed. It is refreshed.
2: You're going to be asking about these pictures yes, sir. why don't you let
4: him hold on to them Come on. those are still photographs taken from the video that's, that's government's exhibit 143 is that correct sir yes it is and you'll agree with, uh, with me that that shows a uh, silver Prius driving up to an ATM
6: uh, yes that appears to be correct
4: And tell me again what your role
6: is with J.P. Morgan Bank. I manage physical security for, uh, for uh, the regional. Uh, I'm the regional specialist for physical security, uh, the bank in Florida.
4: And when you were uh, doing your due diligence in this matter, because I assume you did, correct? Yes. You were given a subpoena by the government?
6: Our firm was served a subpoena. I personally was not.
4: I apologize. The company that you work for was served with a subpoena and then they came to you and they said, Mr. Lutz, we need you to do your due diligence and comply with the
6: subpoena, correct? That, that's generally how it happens, it, not in this particular instance. We've got a subpoena compliance unit They would provide the video and still photos. I, I personally didn't provide those, but I'm familiar with the system. I work with this system on a daily basis.
4: Were you able to do any research into what this specific transaction entailed? No. but you'll agree with me that it appears on the video that the driver is conducting a bank transaction. Is that correct?
6: It does appear so, yes.
4: And does it appear as if he is retrieving money or depositing money?
6: Based on the the photos that I'm looking at, I can't say one way or the other. just on these photos
4: what about on the video you, you indicated on direct examination that you're able to authent- authenticate the video correct
6: correct and yes and that's
4: i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead and finish something. no no I, I'm,
6: and that's because
4: that's because the prosecution gave you the cd you looked at it and you put your initials on it right that's correct and that would indicate that you reviewed the video yes Okay. and on the video is the person driving the car is he making a deposit or is he making a withdrawal
6: it's it's, different, it's difficult to say um, because the way the camera is positioned, it's geared more for getting facial identification of a customer. So really you just see the person's arm reach to the vicinity of the machine. So it's difficult to say what you can't always, you can't always tell what kind of transaction it was just based from the video or the, or the pictures.
4: Would it be safe to say that your company, and you work for J.P. Morgan, correct? Yes. Your company would be able to provide that information if requested? Yes, they would. Did you, did you do an internal investigation to make a determination as to what specifically the video showed?
6: Uh, no. No, I didn't.
4: And to clarify that, that's because you're indicating here that you can't tell whether the driver of that vehicle is making a deposit at the ATM, correct? Correct. Or if he's making a withdrawal, Correct.
6: Correct. For my purposes here, it it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. I understand that, but I'm asking questions
4: with regards to this investigation, so I don't mean to be to prod. So you won't have the answer as to what exact action the driver of that Prius was conducting at your bank location? Correct. Simply that he was at that location?
6: Correct? He was at that location, and it appears that he's conducting a transaction, that's all.
4: There'd be no other reason to go to a bank teller other than to conduct bank business. Is that correct?
6: That's a fair statement, I think.
4: Other than these videos, do you have, are there external videos around the bank that could show the parking lot area or areas surrounding the bank?
7: Um,
6: Not always, no. Okay.
4: With regards to this specific location, the location that's addressed in the top right-hand corner of the exhibits, if I may, Judge, so mm-hmm. I can publish.
2: Our day for technology, apparently.
4: Let me do this.
2: Well, let's see if they can get the projector working. I think it's showing on the little screen. Yeah. Yes, but no, it's not no. going to show up here. Give me a second. Leave it alone for a minute. What he's said, saying. Okay. okay,
4: okay. <coughs> it's it's warming up. It's warm, enough. Warming
2: up. Okay. okay. Patience. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Here we go. states exhibit 43. You see that, sir? I do. And that appears to be an aerial view of a vehicle at a Chase ATM, correct? Correct. And that Chase ATM location is 14916 Pines Boulevard in Pines, correct? Yes, sir. To your knowledge, as an employee of J.P. Morgan Bank, are there additional cameras other than these specific <laughs> ones that that focus just on this? Drive-through ATM that would show like the parking lot and a, and a complete overview of that bank itself.
6: There's a there's a camera system at each bank, um, based upon the physical layout of the bank. Some of them do have the exterior cameras to to cover parking lots and that kind of thing, and some of them don't. And and it's something that's in the process uh, continually also to to add those to various locations. What's
4: your title at J.P. Morgan Bank, sir?
6: Regional security specialist.
4: Okay, and you'll agree with me as a regional security specialist, you would have information as to whether or not they have security surveillance that includes what I asked at this specific location? Yes. Okay. Do they have those cameras at this specific location?
6: I can't say one way or the other. I'm not sure.
4: Did the government request in a subpoena all the security cameras or just what's at the drive through ATM?
6: I, I don't know.
4: What did you provide them?
6: I didn't provide this information. The Subpoena but Compliance Unit did.
4: I apologize. To your knowledge, did the Compliance Unit provide any other security cameras or security footage footage other than the drive through
6: ATM? I haven't seen any other footage.
4: The government didn't show you. You know how on that disc that they showed on government's exhibit 143 that has your signature, there was no other security cameras that you signed to that you reviewed, correct? That's correct. see what time this starts at.
6: The government's exhibit 38 it
4: appears to be the first in time at 645 50 seconds. 56 seconds. Is that correct, sir?
6: Yes, sir. And then there's
4: a few others going up to government exhibit 44 Five seconds, correct? Yes. So for a minute and ten seconds, this car was at that drive through correct?
6: Or thereabout, I think, yes.
4: Can you tell or do you have any information to tell this jury about where this I apologize. Do you have any information, any tangible information, any physical evidence that can educate this jury as to where this car was a second before 645 and 56 seconds?
6: Not based on what I've reviewed, no.
4: Or what about after 647 and 5 seconds?
6: (laughs) I would give the same answer, correct.
4: One second, Judge. Thank you, sir. I have no further questions at this time. Thank you. Macbantle. No question, Your
2: Honor. Redirect. No, sir. I'm sure, I have a question. Apparently, you'll see the video later when we get the technology work. anybody have a question? All right, you can step down. Do we need to keep this witness any further?
6: No, Your Honor. All right,
2: either. Anybody need it? No. I I, I
6: was going to call you a blank
2: You need this I'll witness see. further? No, thank you, sir. no, no Your All All right, you're excused. Thanks for being here. Thank you, your Honor. You got a relatively brief witness, Ms. Keppel. So at this time,
0: I'd like to take another stab at the publication. Okay.
2: All right. Mm-hmm.
7: Thank okay. you.
0: The next witness will require a few moments to set up the courtroom. All right. we
2: well, we'll go ahead and take a lunch break. Um, we've 11.45. Let's plan to start back at 1 o'clock. By that clock, so I'll give you an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, we'll let you uh, step out. Have a good lunch. Either side, need it. Thank you. No, Your Honor. All right. 1 o'clock.